All right. Hey there, guys. My name is John Sherburn, and this is the Nightcap Podcast, the podcast where I come to you and talk about absolutely everything that's on my mind. Uh, this is a new podcast, um, and if you'd like to see more of my stuff, you can follow me at JD underscore Sherburn. That is JD underscore S H E R B U R N E. Um, the Nightcap Podcast is also going to have its own Instagram eventually. Uh, I created an account, but I haven't really done much with it yet. I kind of have to kind of just go through and get myself situated here. I got some amazing artwork coming in soon. And when I get that artwork in, I'm going to start making some teasers, some stuff like that, and posting that. Additionally, I'm going to buy some lights soon, and maybe I'll have video to go along with this at least some of the time. So, without further ado, we are about to get into the episode. So, here is... Nightcap Podcast, episode 5, I think, at this point, maybe even 6. in which we can express ourselves. Um, the first of those was language. Uh, after that, you could say things like art and music. Art first, eventually music. Um, and since then, we've expanded those terms and changed what they mean, and we've created an integral part of what makes human beings human, and that is culture. Um, it's widely accepted that civilization only exists with culture and there are multiple things that make up a culture such as currency and um you know religion and stuff like that but job specialization this is freshman year of high school knowledge so i'm a little rusty but for as long as art has existed it has been a form of expression it's been a fo- it's been a way for people to take their thoughts and their feelings and put them on a tangible physical visual page for people to see Music to the same extent, except for it is now, um, except for it's audio. But at the end of the day, these are the things. Art is the thing that has pushed us to become more better people, stronger people as a race, as a society, and as an individual. So art is very important. Art and expression of all kinds is very ex- important to human expression and to what makes us click. Um, and, and so at the same time in the last 200 years, well, no, over history, art has been entangled with enterprise. By enterprise, I mean um, commercialism. And commercialism has had a big impact on art over history, over hundreds of years. Um, and you see it today in a major form, and it affects the entire industry. So I want to talk to you a bit about today about art and enterprise and how we can toe that line, um, draw that bridge a little bit. Uh, this this may be a shorter episode. Uh, it's kind of an inter-episode. I'm, I'm a little busy right now, so I'm just trying to record something and get it out. But so we're going to talk about um, art and commercialism slash consumerism. Um, historically, a lot of this stuff has been a medium that it was hard to get into, right? 
back in the Middle Ages, you had musicians, but they were specific. You had like bards and stuff that would specifically go around playing music. You had artists and painters, but these people, this was their profession. There wasn't a lot of them. They were a specialized position. Um, and it's kind of how it went for a majority of time. And only recently have we gained the means to make art something everybody can feasibly do as more than just a hobby, right? I mean, I, anyone can do it as a hobby, but I'm saying do it and get listened to by more than like your family and immediate circle of friends. And so that's why to me it's become more important to talk about artistic integrity and to what extent it's important because people are going to disagree on that. Some people think artistic integrity is really important. Other people say screw it and sell out as long as you're making money. And they're completely, anyone that says that one of those ideas is better than the other is wrong. Because it depends on why you're doing it. If you're making, if you get into art, making it for the passion, and if that passion fades and you become less of an artist by passion and more of an artist by trade, that's a problem. But some people simply just say, I'm good at this and I want to make money doing it. And that's fine too. And so I think uh, that's an important thing to make. Uh, people will try to tell you, you know, throughout your life what's right and what's wrong, what the right decision is, what the wrong decision is. And you can't listen to that. You can't listen to what people like that are saying because you, you don't really know what you're talking about. Most people know, don't know what they're talking about. At best, you know, it works for you. That's the Best case scenario, you know it works for you. Maybe you know it works for you and people you've worked with, but you can't make a blanket statement for everybody. Uh, and that's one big thing I will say. But art, the, the big question to, for, I'm going to be asking myself throughout the day is to what extent is art controlled by the big players and what should our response to that be? And I think that's an important thing for us to kind of live by and take this by. Um, in the last hundred years, art as a professional form has become increasingly a game of numbers and science. Um, and it's very hard to work professionally in a place like Hollywood, you know, whether it's you're making music, whether you're making film, whatever it is, it's very hard to work without adhering to things like think tanks and budget concerns and social theory of what you can and can't say, being a major part of the conversation. Because for most people, this industry, these industries have become not a battleground but they be, they've become many of these industries have become places where it's money machines you you have money machines oh that's it it's about what's going to make money so it wouldn't film right it's it's not about what makes a good film it's about what film will make us money and we have certain things we know that people as a whole will like. Because as a whole, people are very stupid. Individually, people are very smart. Right? Ask an individual, they'll think they're smart. And a lot of them are. A lot of people are smart, naturally. But when you start grouping them into thousands and millions and things like that, you watch them become stupider. Uh, people as a group can't make really good decisions. And so you can put out a subpar, shitty movie and still get a lot of people to go see it. And if you look at Hollywood today, it's a lot of a lot of the releases today are bad. A lot of them are, are re-releasing old films and working the same plot a hundred times and doing shitty sequels that just call back the fact that the first movie was a cl cult classic. Things like that are happening more and more in film and in, in music. There's an equivalency where a lot of artists that don't bring a lot to the table are getting a lot of airtime. It's become increasingly difficult to separate that. And that's why a lot of people aren't looking towards mainstream sources for their entertainment. Um, you know, I don't listen to the radio because it doesn't really mean much. A lot of the stuff here on the radio isn't good. 
the reason it's so popular is because you pay to have it on the radio, and then when you pay, it'll get popular because people listen to the radio, and they'll hear it and hear it and hear it, and that's great. But objectively, a lot of the stuff you'd hear on like pop stations is repetitive and uh, derivative, and it doesn't really do much, for me at least, personally. And so I increasingly move away from things like Hollywood and the, and the music industry because I can't trust them anymore to bring me the stuff I want. I can't really trust them to bring me the, the, the quality that I'm looking for and stuff. So uh, I think that's a big issue right now is you have this commercialization of art. And I'm not sure it's a good thing. It really kind of freaks me out a little bit because if you think about it, you know, art is, to me, so there's three ways to, ha so you have, every individual has a thought process and uh, feelings, uh, mental state, intelligence, all that stuff, right? It makes up your human psyche. And everyone has a very different brain. Everyone thinks very differently. Every single person, uniquely. And so, the closest we can get to expressing our feelings and having people understand how we see the world is through art, in any form. Whether you're painting a picture, filming a movie, writing a song, it's the only real view into the heart and soul of a person and the way they think and their mind and their eye. And, and even then, it's not perfect. I think music is the best one because music is the most formless. Um, I think that... You know, you look at film and paintings and stuff. They show you something, but they're showing it here. Here it is. They're not saying, think of it yourself. With music, all it does is evoke emotion. And from that feeling blossoms, whatever thoughts you may have about the piece. And so I really, really like that. And I really, really like that aspect of all this. But nowadays, you see a lot less of it. You see a lot more, you know, blockbusters that have a shitty romance and a weak plot with a villain that doesn't have much to say except for the fact that he's evil and that's enough for a lot of people for a lot of people that's you know that's it that's what's that's what they're gonna put out and people are watching enough to make money back and that's it that's the whole gig and it, it's it's sad because to me artists are such a beautiful way to show off your brain and so when you're not using a brain then you're using a, a checkbook I, it kind of throws it for me. And so for a lot of people, this means you choose to work professionally on stuff you don't like or you keep it as a hobby. Um, and so, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people have to either work on shit they don't like that much or something they like but it's not necessarily their creative alley or they have to do something else. And they can't really work on the stuff they love. I know a lot of people who, you know, oh, I like making indie films on the side because it's not a thing I can make money on, but these are good films that I enjoy. Well, it's tough. Uh, and so you can see this a lot. Um, you can see, you know, a lot of stuff if you're looking into the pop music industry, if you're looking at tragedies that are books turning into movies, you can see a lot of that cash-grabbing stuff. And it's very simple to see. And I think a lot of this, I think right now we've kind of, we're, we're, I'm seeing a, not a pattern emerge, but I, I'm seeing the trail that's being taken here, right? So we have this push for industrialism in the United States. And then we moved in from there, we rejected that and became a society of individualists. And now we're somewhere in the middle. And I think that's very, I think it's very interesting. Um, I think it's very 
it's I'm not sure if it's good or bad. So let me get into a little bit to kind of get us all on the same page here. So if you think about the first half of the 20th century, right, you think about the end of the 1800s and the beginning of the 1900s, you have the Industrial Revolution happening. And this is for the most part in the late 1800s into the very beginning of the 1900s. Um, and you have the Industrial Revolution, which is a time period of major change for people, right? You went from small town vibes, green grasses, cities weren't really worth it, um, to all of a sudden you have these big booming machines, right? And and cities have just become cogs in the machine that is our country at this point. And you have this big push towards that. At the same time, we start getting into some wars, right? You get into World War One, you get into the Great Depression, you get into World War Two, and so this big ideology had taken place throughout all those things is you have this kind of sense of country, sense of industry, sense of your nation, um, and, and America, you know, and and that was very popular for a long time because yeah, it had to be right, especially if you're thinking like Great Depression times. You saw a lot actually of. Um, the gay community got a lot smaller in the 1930s because you saw a big shift of everyone's losing their job, everyone's losing their homes, everyone's losing their way of life. So the last thing we can lose is family. And, and that was a major ideology of people, right? We don't have time for progressive narratives right now. And so where there were once gay bars and... Um, you know, clubs and stuff like that, you had a lot of those places shutting down because they were being, you know, outlawed pretty much in society because everyone was thinking, you know, we have nothing. We have to have a traditionalist family unit. We have to stop this stuff. And so, so a lot of people had that idea of a country. There's not an individual. There's no sense of self. And you see art at this time. You know, literature was realistic. There's a lot of realism and stuff like that at this time period for that exact reason. And I, it's chicken or the egg out of who created who. But that was the ideology with a lot of people for a long, long time. And then from there, we pushed into the second half of the 20th century. And things changed a lot, right? You had the idea of um, hippie culture. You had the idea of rock music postmodern literature. These things are all incredibly individuals things, right? Rock music is against the machine, against the man, right? It's talking about sex, drugs, rock and roll, um, and, and music. And music for a long time had been a place of, I mean, there was innuendo and things, but, you know, back then, bad was considered Elvis Presley. <laughs> and so you had that big change for a lot of reasons starting in the 60s. Um, and I think people were fed up with those that generation or two of our country you know you go you 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 work for a greater cause a lot of people were saying we don't like that we want to work for ourselves i have individual needs i want met and so you see slowly right you see slowly the hippie movement wasn't super popular it was it was popular but within its groups and everyone else kind of was in their groups and then rock music kind of came out and in the 70s some of that stuff started to get merging a little more and slowly you kind of see this change in pace where there once was nationalism and a deep pride for America and, and our country as a whole and, and all that. It's become more secular. It's become more individualist. And some people will say it's negatives like it's selfish. Other people say positive like it's more free. And so you have this big 
But that is where you start to see, I think, a big divide in the country. And that might be where you can trace the social divide in our country back to. I'm sure, there was definitely a divide before, but the modern one. And at the same time, you can also start to see that is where, in my opinion, you see the start of this commercialization of individuality. Because you see so many people breaking free and saying, we want to do things our way now. And at the same time, you have traditionalists that say the opposite. And so there's this big chasm that is chasm. There's this big, there's this big rift that that, that shows up, right, uh, in, in the United States. And again, you can say it's good, you can say it's bad. Not really my place to speak on, but that's kind of the history of where this art started to go. Art started to take a different direction, a bolder direction that was actually going to start pushing narratives. And when that happened, you see things like the television, right, starts to emerge. And television, all of a sudden, everyone's taking in media all the time. Radio, to a lesser extent, it, it did. But with television, you really start to see it taking off. You start to see people spending a lot of time in front of the TV. And, and TV, you know, the producers and the big companies and things see at that point, oh, we have a major audience now. A major audience we can keep around for whatever. So you start seeing advertising go up. You start seeing a lot of these things start to change. So you have the rise of more advertising. You have the um, rise of marketing schemes. And we're also seeing a big shift right now. Psychologically, people are caring a lot more about mental health, psychology, things like that. And so you start to see a lot of changes. And of course, commercialism is going to follow what the consumers want. So as the consumers start liking things like rock music and the hip movement and all that kind of stuff, that's where consumerism starts. And now you start to see enterprise. You start to see consumerism. You start to see companies following art, following what people love. And so you start to see music in a major way. Become, a lot, this is when you start to see a lot of these industries becoming multi-billion or trillion dollar industries because things are getting more, as things get more unique, they get less unique. Things as, you know, it's a, it's a line that had, the curve of the line is that at first it's going to have a lot of variation, but eventually it's going to be pretty much across the board. And, and so, so this cultural shift led to a large divide in the country and the traditionalist half of that divide is on the losing end because as always tradition is on the losing end tradition will always be replaced religions will be replaced people will be replaced cultures will be replaced everything's consistently going to become outdated people can look back on it and say it's stupid it's how it always is it's how it always has been and so you see this progressive movement this individualism this art right becoming more popular and as you do that, of course, commercialism is going to follow that. Consumerism is going to follow that. Because that's what all it does. It follows the individual. It follows people. It, it, or it inspires people to like what it wants them to like. And so there's an increase in, in this television media. There's this, at this point, quote-unquote, constant communication, something we see more so now. Um, globalism. And, and there's become a, kind of a stable period in the Western world. Of course, we still have problems. We're still fighting wars and things. But relatively, um, the West is stable from, a, you know, Britain's not getting invaded at the moment type situation. And so as a result, you have the rise of this commercialism. And ironically, commercialism chases individualism, right? It, it, 
wants to make the people happy, but in its nearest, in its truest form, they're mutually exclusive. Because commercialism assigns people into groups, and it works to exploit that. It works to exploit groupthink and make you think a certain way and feel a certain way on purpose to want you to buy something or act a certain way. Whereas individualism is saying the opposite. It's, it separates everyone into their own category and says you need to work for yourself. So what happens is individuals start to create genres, right? And as more individuals hop onto rock music, rock music becomes a genre. As more people hop onto you know, film styles, there becomes this interesting progressive film genre that starts to be created. Um, and then as a result, though, commercialism is going to invade this because they want to be cool. And then the individualists move back onto the next thing, or, or sometimes the previous thing. And you see this a lot. Um, this is something that humans do, I think. But So you see things like, recently you've seen, if you look at like indie culture, indie film, like sorry, indie films and the culture surrounding that, you ha you'll have these indie films that are very low budget, very grungy, and, and they're being released to these indie film houses. And you have these... Uh, film festivals, right? And you have that happening. You have uh, punk music coming around in the 90s that kind of was the new 70s rock and roll. And you have lo-fi coming in too. This DIY scenes are coming in. And that's something that's very popular now. Um, but you see a rise of these cultures. And when the parts of these cultures start to become cool, commercialism comes in. What was once the indie female singer with stripped-down vocals on a demo-style track with a nice little guitar in the background and an interesting voice is pop. It's pop again. You know, this, this is pop again, where for a while, pop was... You know, look at the 2000s pop music and look at the way it was. And then look at now, where pop music now is either rap that's gotten really pop, because rap got very popular again. Why did rap get popular? Because you had an underground rap scene in the 80s, in the late 70s and 80s, that turns into a major cultural movement in the 90s. And so then in the, in the, 2000, the 90s and 2000s, 2000s for sure, you see rap going into the main narrative. Rap becomes part of pop music. 2000s are funny because you have like Blink-182 and 50 Cent back-to-back -back on a radio station, which is kind of crazy. And then rap stays in the culture, but rap loses some of its significance for like five, six years. It's not a huge amount of significance. It's popular. But then 2016 comes around, it becomes very popular. And half the music here on the radio nowadays is going to be rap music or have it in some capacity. It's a very popular genre right now. And, and you see a lot of this stuff changing. You see a lot of indie films are getting popular again. You see like mid-90s and... Stuff like that. You have stuff that would be considered indie becoming popular again. Superheroes. Superheroes are huge right now. They weren't huge. They were a phenomenon of, with people that liked them. A low population of people. Children and adults that were kids and liked it. You know, one day they grew up to be adults. Now it's everybody. Everyone likes superheroes because they're popular. Because we were told they were popular. Because they had a really good Iron Man movie. And they had a second good Iron Man movie and a Captain America movie. And next thing you know, it's the Avengers. And you should go buy all spend all your money to see these movies. They're good movies. But the reason that that's popular is because on top of being good movies, you are told to listen. You're told to watch it. And so it's kind of a cycle we're in where you have someone doing something cool. Someone else, the mainstream comes into it and says, this is cool now. 
those same people say, you know, individualists are on the run at all times because individuals are paving their own way. Look at beats, look at hippies. And then it becomes cool to be like that. And then there's a certain amount of individualists in culture. There's consumerists and there's individualists in every culture. And so you have, that's the kind of two natures of people in today's society. And so individuals are always running because the second something an individual does becomes cool, becomes commercial. People start commercializing it. And then those people have to run into a new category and like something different if they want to be individuals and not be a part of a larger narrative. And so it's tough for a lot of people, I think, because they are being constantly forced out of their little rabbit holes. Um, and so it's, it's, it's tough for me because, you know, I took a sip of water here. It's tough because, you know, you start to support something, but then very quickly it becomes something you don't really support. You start to like a music genre. You still like the music genre, but the, pro the problem isn't that the music, you, you don't like the music anymore because the music's too popular now, it got too big. It's that a lot of times when that music gets bigger, it's good, right? The larger the pool for something, the worse it's going to be. Because if there's only 10 artists working on a genre, they're going to be the best artists at that genre. If there's a hundred of them, a thousand of them working on the same genre, you're going to have a larger scale of good to bad. So I think that's the problem. It's a lot of times things get washed out. And that's what's happening right now. You see stuff like these podcasts, right? You see stuff like music and, and podcasting is the big one right now. And you see a lot of stuff getting too easy to make. And you see a lot of shitty indie films, right? You see a lot of stupid projects. And it's good on the one hand because you have people being able to pursue their dreams and their passions more. But on the other hand, it's bad because you have almost too much, right? Everyone thinks they can do X, Y, or Z. And so the, the big thing with art here, we've set some stuff up, but the art is a specific thing. And the more that we make it large, right? The more we let people do it, the worse it's just going to get. And that's how it's going to go. And... The commercial industry is always going to push for that. The, the, the commercial industry is consistently going to want more people. They want more, 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 more. It's a, it's a vacuum, and it's not going to stop. And so those people are going to push really hard to, you know, keep this ball rolling. And I think it's important for people to think about what really is art, what's really good to... To, to take in you don't blindly take stuff in don't go watch a movie or read a book because they're, you're told it's good read it because you want to and I think the more that we start to think about our wants and needs and not just settle the better we'll be as a culture because you're going to have people that actually follow the things they enjoy as opposed to what their friends are doing what their friends are listening to what other people tell them to listen to what Twitter tells them to listen to it's very dangerous it's very dangerous and if we listen to that too much we listen to that commercialism consumerism you're being misled because that that they don't want what's best for you they want what's best for the money and they and they're not thinking of you as an individual they're thinking of you as a piece right a part so i think that there's a tricky line you see uh, this was in the with the fucking movie bradley cooper and lady gaga shout it if you know it the uh, last song one. Hmm. Oh, I thought I was gonna be able to come up with it. I'm stupid. I gotta look it up. I'm gonna be so fucking pissed when I figure out what this is Bradley 
Cooper, Lady Gaga. I'm not the only one. Not the song. I don't want a song. Give me the movie. What star is born? Oh, my God. I'm stupid. I thought it was like first something. So, yeah, born, beginning, forfeit, whatever. A star is born talks about this a lot. I was actually very excited that A Star is Born is had the plot of, you know, her selling out and becoming a pop singer. Because I think about that a lot, right? Musicians, really good musicians sell out. I mean, there's a lot of really talented artists that are like, fuck it, I'm just going to make pop records forever. I'm just going to make stupid hooks for the rest of my life. And it's depressing to see that. It's depressing to see that. I used to like 21 Pilots a lot. Mm. Nowadays, look back at that old music. Doesn't really hold up for me. But I liked them a lot, right? A couple years. When they first started out, oh, wow, 21 Pilots, cool. When they're a young band, cool. They get really popular. Almost instantly, I see a drop in quality in their music because they start catering towards what the producers say. We, this is going to make a good record. You got to have more of this, less of that, and look more this way. And that's a slippery fucking slip. I would rather have. I'd rather make a hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year making music that some people listen to or making stuff that some people like, as opposed to making millions of dollars and making music that's not as good that I don't like. Um, it's hard, but a lot of times if you have a decent, you know, what happens is you get a big enough following that you sell out. But if you have a big following, don't sell out. You'll still make a good amount of money. Who needs to be a millionaire? My thought. Not everyone thinks that way. Understand it. Green eyes get the best people. But personally, I'd rather take a giant pay cut and do something I love for the rest of my life as opposed to selling out. It's bullshit. Hate it. Wish you could do both. A lot of times you can't. I do think that if the commercial industry stopped pushing these narratives and just started chilling the fuck out and making good stuff. You know, people would come around to it. Maybe at first you see a drop or something, but like, I don't know. I hate the money machine stuff. It really throws me. It really, really upsets me. Honestly, it's hard to talk about. I get upset about it. I do think there's a good thing, though. I think there's another form of art that's starting to come around now. And that is this third wave art. You have like advertising and marketing, social media, non-traditional release platforms. These things are an interesting type of art. I think advertising is an art. Look at marketing. Look at marketing campaigns, techniques, right? It is art. They're doing, they're making a project, right? This is a beautiful piece on the human psyche. You can create a commercial that speaks to people and really stirs the pot and makes people question things. That's art. You gotta think of it like art. But art's biased and misleading too, so you can't take that stuff at face value. Social media, same thing. Social media is a fucking art form. These people can, these people can have an Instagram and make money for the rest of their lives just because they have an Instagram. It's crazy. It's an art form. My favorite part of this, I want to talk about non-traditional releases. What do I mean by that? You have places like SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Um, people, artists can release their music for free, uh, unlicensed, right? Or I don't know what's the fucking word. But, uh, release music for free. Without a label. Um, and that's really cool to me. Because you have people that, you know, that's allowing people to get their voices out there and be heard. And by nature of supply and demand, the good people will float to the top. And the bad people can go fuck themselves. Um, and you have Frank Ocean, really good artist. I like him a lot. He released Blonde a couple of years ago now. 
uh, really good artist, very commercially done well. People liked it a lot. People were very excited for it. But right before he dropped Blonde, Endless came out. And Endless was this like live stream video he did, like working in a workshop with these songs playing in the background. And they weren't released through any label. It was just he dropped fucking Endless. And it's cool. And and it's funny because you've gotten such a commercial aspect that now when someone's not commercial, like, oh, Chance the Rappers doesn't have a label? Wow. Interesting to us. We like it. We think it's crazy. We see TV shows and movies that don't adhere to the norms. You're like, wow, that's committed. You see mid-90s. It was so, it was nuts. It was 90 minutes. And at the end, it was such an abrupt ending. Ah, because the idea of this individual art has become so foreign in a commercial setting that we are shocked we're shocked when we see it. We're like, holy shit, did I see that in a theater? I never thought I'd see that in a movie theater. There's not enough boobs or toxic masculinity or, you know, stereotyping. That's crazy. You know, movies are usually so full of hot garbage. When you see some movie in theaters, you're like, holy shit, this was a Hollywood film. Uh, and I think that's good. More of that's great. I think the more we can push into that territory, uncomfortable territory that might not make as much money, but is going to actually say something new. That's important. It's really important. It's really hard to determine and cater to both nowadays to find that middle ground. It's hard not sell out. It's impossible to not sell out because everything's so big now. You know, we talk. Everything's grown so much. Um, it's no longer small. A thousand people in every company. There's millions of people that are all doing millions of things, and there's just so many gears nowadays that it's impossible to have. Like quality content, I guess, without sacrificing is what it seems like at least. I guess I'm gonna wrap it up here. So this was like you know a little half-ass episode, I guess. I didn't really do any research for this episode. This is just kind of me talking. Um, next week episode is gonna be a little more, or next time I do an episode is gonna be a little more probably thought out a little better. Uh, I kind of just had a couple notes for this, but I want to talk a little bit about art and the commercial world and how they interact with each other. So this may be a little different than the other ones. This is a uh, you know, more off the cuff, I guess. Um, but yeah, so if you like what you listen to, subscribe. Think about think about me, right? Think about I'm, I'm struggling, just trying to make my way here in the podcasting world. Just say my part, say my piece. So if you like what I'm doing, subscribe, follow, like it, share it, tell your friends, tell your family, whatever. Uh, I, I really appreciate feedback. I really appreciate the listens and the likes and everything. Um, and just tell me what I can do better. Uh, don't be afraid to contact, you know, reach out. I like hearing from people and stuff like that. So, you know, that's about it. So if you are interested in art, I say do your way, whether that's commercial or not. Maybe your way is making Hollywood blockbusters. Maybe your way is making not that. Do you think? Lay yourself. Lay yourself. It's important to love yourself. So this has been another episode of... Nightcap, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you enjoy your night. It's a cold one out, at least where I am here tonight. It is dropping into the negatives. So uh, be careful, be safe. Love yourself, love your life. Make something, create. That's all I'm saying. Something like the tagline of the show. Create something, anything. Just make something. You'll feel good. You'll go to bed better tonight. Thank you for joining in. Love ya.
Thank you.